Rolo Tomasi, the self-proclaimed godfather of the Red Pill. Yes, the saga continues. In an effort to process how the discussion with me went the way it did, Rolo Tomasi did everything he could to rationalize what went down and ultimately landed at the fact that he thinks I cheated. He's got two watches on. You already know that the tablet is sitting right there. Now, I'm going to explain a few things to you. This prompted a response from the Red Pill community, officially making me public enemy number one, and even led Myron of Fresh and Fit to publicly diss me. Now, I want to be completely honest. This entire debacle, I find extremely flattering. Few things more do I appreciate than being viewed as a villain or bully by the Red Pill community. So in this video, I'll be reacting to Rolo's bold claim about how I was able to pull off such a performance in our conversation together. Reacting to Fresh and Fit's diss towards me and explaining how I became the Red Pill's public enemy number one. Bruce Lawn. Petty stream alert. I'm forewarning to you guys, all right? This is going to be a petty stream responding to Rolo Tomasi's comments about our conversation. And goodness gracious, did this make my day. All right, so there's a whole lot here. I'm not going to play his entire clip. Long story short, Rolo was out in Florida, South Florida. He had a conversation with a lady named Jedediah. She's one of the new personalities. And after the fact, me and him had our conversation or debate on uh, Valuetainment's money channel. Now, the first three hours of this four-hour stream, which, which shout out to him, this brother be going super long with the streams, uh, the first three hours of this is him riffing on Jedediah and how you can't tell women what to think and you know all that good stuff. Uh, the last like 35, 30, 40 minutes of this is him reacting to our discussion. Now there's a whole lot here. I can't get into all of it. He talks about play theory and all this stuff. Uh, but just to be fair, I've reached out to Rolo. I told him I was going to put a, a version of the debate up on my channel. I've offered to have him come out and do an in-person conversation and I'll explain why towards the end of the video. So just make sure you watch till the end of the video and I'll get into it. And then I'll get into this fresh and fit disc, which I, that actually happened. Wild, wild times we live in. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to jump in and we're basically going to get to the meat of what he said about me. And then I'll get to the fresh and fit this about me here in a moment. Where's what he's talking about? Oh, we went to marriage counseling. We went to my marriage. Center. By the way, uh, there's going to be profanity on this. So uh, just forewarning. Had your kids, had your wife. Explicit, explicit, explicit. Okay. I didn't. And I've been married longer than you. Did I do it right or did you do it right? Was my process correct or was your process correct? You want, you want me to give up? That's why I don't get prescriptions, asshat. That's why I don't do that. I don't think what I do is going to work for every single fucking guy. I would not be, I would not presume to tell guys, follow what I did. Here, try to recreate the late 80s and the 90s. Have sex with these chicks. So he's saying that me giving prescriptions to men is bad because you can't always recreate the results. I think that's crazy to think of anyone not giving prescriptions who's writing a book. The, ver the reason why most people pick up a book is to figure out their life and to get information and application of said information. He says he doesn't give prescriptions. I don't know if that's true. I think he gives a lot of prescriptions. However, he doesn't want to uh, res respond to this. And by the way, hilarious how charged up he got in this stream uh, because he wasn't like this in person. He was a sweetheart in person. He was a very, 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 very polite guy in person. So it's very interesting to see him this charged up, um, just facial expressions and everything. So let's keep going. It's fine. A BPD girl, go through all that bullshit. Find, you know, go through these these long term relationships. Have sex with these girls. You know, do a one night stand here. Do this. Do that. Do that. And and then then suddenly miraculously find a girl who really wants to do, you know be in the driver's seat and get yourself together and be twenty eight years old and then get married. Then I would be presumptuous. I would I would tell that guy to go fuck himself if somebody told me that because their their 
experience is not mine. That's why I don't do prescriptions and that's why I don't do specious debates like this. This is not about any topic. This is not about anything that's in the books. It's not about any, oh, anything so except good. for is this guy doing it the right way and am I, am I doing it the wrong way and he's doing it the right way. That's all this is about. And you know why, that's, you know why that is? Let me show you. This is why it is. Okay? You'll notice once again here. Let's keep going. We There's those two watches. We dispel. You already know that the tablet is sitting right there. Now, I'm going to explain a few things to you. The reason why he has all that in there is because in the conference room that's outside the vault here, he's got two other guys out there that are connected with him that are feeding him stats that are take hit him on this, get Rolo on that, get Rolo on this. That's why he's got that connectivity right there. And the way I, the reason why I know that Ruslan is because I had Miguel, my good boy, Nick and Miguel in the same conference room with you guys watching this happen as watching this as it happens. So he's in there with his tablet and trying, like, I, this is me doing it. By the way, this whole thing is me doing a debate with tech, you know, figuratively speaking, with one hand tied behind my back. I did not have a tablet there. I did not have two two iWatches on at the same time. God only knows what the tech. Now, can I say that this is exactly what was going on? Well, I can I can tell you what Miguel was telling me. And he's in the conference room. There's one guy who's frantically typing on his on his uh, on his laptop. The other guy and and Miguel are having this conversation. And these are like Ruslan's boys. That <laughs> come with him. Now Ruslan has to leave early. He has got to get out of there and get to like Fort Lauderdale Airport because he's got to get in and out. I don't know why, but that's the case. And so I do this show. And I don't know any of the shit that's going on. I don't care whether he's got, I've, I've used tablets I've, on fresh fit. I've never used it on Adams because I never really needed to. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And even, you know, Adam will say, okay, let's turn our, turn our phones off because we don't want any interruptions when we're there. And he's already got, he's already got parts of the books highlighted. And they're only the parts where it's like, well, Rolo, you said you're a Christian at the end of this. It's like, yeah, that's no mystery. He's saying that because I had on two Apple watches. Okay. Now we're going to address this because this was in the comments. Okay, he says, I have on two Apple Watches. All right, now he's saying that because I had on two Apple Watches that my buddy Tony and Zach were feeding me information while I was in the middle of the debate. Now, let me introduce you guys to who Tony is. My name is Antonio Alvarez. I am a 27-year-old entrepreneur, um, originally from uh, Spain. I live in Miami, Florida. Um, so Tony sells olives for a living. Okay, Tony's a friend of mine. Tony's been on the channel before. Okay, Tony sells olives. Tony was there as a solid to me to make sure that we got to the airport on time. Okay, Tony, great business, by the way. If you're in South Florida, check out his olives. They're, they're the best. Okay, so he thinks that Tony is feeding me information in the middle of the debate and that I'm getting information on my iPad regarding uh, what stats to pull in real time. What he doesn't understand is that, yes, I wear an Apple Watch. This is correct, okay? Uh, the Apple Watch tells time, and it may measure my heart rate sometimes, okay? It tells time. I was checking my Apple Watch to make sure I wasn't going to miss my flight. Last time I was on Valuetainment Money, I missed my flight. This right here, friends, um, I really should plug my affiliate link. This right here is not an Apple Watch. There's no screen on here, okay? You know what this is? This is called a Whoop, okay? A Whoop helps you with your sleep tracking and your strain, okay? So there's actually no screen on this side. This side has a screen, tells me my time. Okay, now, uh, I had an iPad. Why did I have an iPad? Uh, because I had notes, Rolo. Because I came prepared, okay? I came prepared to make sure that you felt respected and that I read your book and came prepared. Now, he thinks that uh, I was getting information fed to me. What he doesn't know is that all these sources that I had, uh, which is quite a few, all these I airdropped to Valuetainment regarding so much more that I wanted to talk about. We covered maybe a third of the stuff that we want to talk about. This is about body counts, cock carousel. That's one of his terms, by the way. Don't be mad at me. This is about uh, the number of uh, partners people have, who is more or less average. We, we scratched the surface of this, okay? There's 
a lot of studies in here. And these are all my notes regarding my entire preparation for conversing with Rolo, okay? There's a lot there. And so for him to assume that I was in the debate getting information fed to me on a device through my Apple Watch, my two Apple Watches, I can come maliciously and attack Rolo Tomasi and make him look like he, he's not prepared to debate me, okay? Um, it's hilarious. Second of all, he thinks that, he said Zach was in the back room frantically typing on the computer, okay? So Tony was there. Zach was not, in, Zach was actually uh, screen recording so that we can get a video turned up, turned around fast. Zach, if you want to quick, quickly give your thing, we don't got the Zach cam on yet, but Zach's on the audio. Go ahead, Zach. Yo, yeah, I was in the conference room. Mind you, I flew with Ruslan from Southern California to record one other interview. We did an interview with Patrick David. With Patrick David. And watch this debate and turn it into a video. So I'm sitting in the conference room. He says his homie Miguel says that I was Fran- stressed. Frantically fr- typing. Frantically typing and stressed out that he turned the volume down. Mind you, Miguel is trying to talk cryptocurrency out there. Miguel is also saying, I think Rolo agrees with Ruslan a lot, but, you know, egos on YouTube can get pretty big. I'm like, all right, cool. Miguel's asking me about tattoos. Mind you, I'm sitting there. Now I'm explaining the Levitical law of why Christians can have tattoos and how Jesus died on the cross and and, and replaced the law. While I'm like, can I just get to the end of this conversation so that now I can turn the volume back up? So I'm like, hey, man, do you mind if I can turn the volume back up? Now he goes and tells Rolo, I'm stressed. He says, I'm stressed about it, and I'm frantically typing. Not only am I not stressed, but I'm listening to the debate that I'm there for, and I'm screen recording so that we can have a quick turnover edit on the flight. And we got a video, our version of the video up, which we had the intro pre-edited, and we had the, the uh, we, we snagged a clip, we made it on a flight, the video was out within six hours. We wanted to do that intentionally because we Same wanted day. to get it. Same day, because we upload a video every single day. Yeah, so I'm screen recording. My thing, not frantically typing. I am frantically listening. I'm watching the TV. Because that's his job. It's my job, son. It's my job. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be doing it. I'm paid, Miguel. So I'm screen recording, and I have proof that I literally was not typing. Not only do we just have to take my word for it. That we can just show them the files. Of we the can show recording. them the files. The, uh, you can see the date, time. It's right when the <laughs> when the debate was happening, and you can see screen recording, and nothing else is popping up on the screen because I am screen recording the debate so I can edit it later. This is how I feel, and then we're gonna get to the fresh and bit. This is how I feel, Rolo. You're supposed to be the guy. Like you're supposed to be the guy that everyone's afraid of. All right, you're supposed to be that guy. You guys think I'm stupid? I'm not stupid, guys. I I know this. You're supposed to be the guy. Right? So if you're the guy and I am just a Christian dude who happened to wanted to respect you, which by the way, he doesn't think I read his books now, who wanted to respect you and read your books and spent two weeks, a week and a half preparing to come and sit down with you. If you're the guy, if this is your king, is this your king? If this is your king, It shouldn't have even been a comparison. You shouldn't even feel like I had anything of value to say. It should have been a complete bloodbath. I should be dead in the water completely, 
okay? If you go look at the comments section, most people are like, man, that was a really good conversation. Ruslan made some points I'd never heard about. Because what's happening is, Rolo wants to position himself as the guy with the empirical data, the guy with all the evidence, the guy with all the proof. And all I kept dropping on him was empirical data. I kept dropping on him the evidence. I kept dropping on him how, hey, you know what? Uh, The body count of someone, the lower the body count, the more likely they are to be sexually fulfilled in marriage based on a lower body count. The more we kept going onto the empirical data, you didn't come prepared. I was shocked that you weren't prepared. I'm reading your books. How is it I'm reading your books and you're not prepared to to, to answer my questions? I don't understand how this sort of thing could even be within the realm. I'm the young buck. I don't even, I don't got a degree in psychology. I'm just a guy who read the book and read some books on evolutionary biology and I didn't even scratch the surface. Which is why I invited you to come to California and continue our conversation. I'm trying to figure out the cognitive dissonance of how you could be a follower of Jesus, yet create content that is completely antithesis to anyone becoming a follower of Jesus. How you could promote nuclear family, but not help anyone get into a nuclear family. How you could promote traditional values, but show no traditional values with the videos on your channel. How you could stand next to guys like Fresh and Fit who tell women to just do their thing and tell men to smash through as many women as they can, then at the same time be anti-abortion. Help me understand. Talk. Help me understand. I'm confused. Now, if I'm, I'm not the only one confused. We could do the, well, I don't do prescription. Brother, you write books. Books are by essence prescriptions. No one picks up a book and goes, I don't care what this book has to say and it's going to be inconsequential to my life. People read books because they want prescriptions. This is so common sense, fam. So this man's coming. This is the OG. This is like, this should be like me playing ball against LeBron. If I play ball against LeBron, I got zero shots, zero chance of doing anything to LeBron. Talk, son. I could maybe, 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 maybe create some distance and make one jump shot. But if we're honest, brother... I was running you all up and down the court. Drop that beat. You were a very nice guy. You were a very polite guy in person, Rolo. I want you to keep the same energy and come to California and have this conversation. I said, I want to hear your testimony. How did you come to Jesus? And how did you come to these conclusions? We didn't even talk on hypergamy. We didn't talk about how, hey, the average woman only has four sexual partners. The average man only has sex. Six. Six sexual partners. We got the empirical data. Okay? Maybe the other guys you talk to, I'll read the book. I like reading. Found out. Reading your book. Found out I like reading your books. Okay? So now we're here. And you're, it's, you know what it reminds me of, Zach? It reminds me of when we would play basketball. Okay. And, 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 and we'd lose. And then we'd blame the refs. Mm. When you blame the refs. Don't blame the refs. Don't blame the refs. Don't blame Adam. They just wear stripes. Don't blame the iPad. Don't blame the two Apple Watches. Don't blame Zach Sparazzo. Don't blame me. Don't blame Tony. Just doing my job. Mr. Tony Olives. Tony selling olives. Okay? This should have been a bloodbath. This shouldn't even been a comparison. Okay? This should have been so, like, this should have been so embarrassing for me. That, 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 like, I walked out of there with my tail tucked, but you know what? I walked out of there going, hmm, and I got a bunch of text messages from, from, uh, from the homies in the Red Pill community, for folks that have been on Fresh and Pit, Fit, Pit, Fit, Fit, that will remain anonymous, okay, for the sake of protecting the identities of right, that were like, bro, you did an incredible job. I'm just a Christian dude that spent a couple of days reading this stuff, and you uh, made this video basically saying I cheated and I lied. Rolo, I didn't cheat, bro. 
I didn't get any information. No one texted me on the iPad. No one texted me in the middle of the debate. The one text I got was from Zach Sparazzo telling me it was time to go. Okay. Furthermore, me and Sauce, I was trying to start this debate early. I was trying to start the debate at 2.30, 2 o'clock. I need three hours with Rolo. We're going in. We're going deep. Evolutionary biology, the whole bit. Okay? We didn't get to scratch the surface, fam. I showed you the notes. I can send you the sources. We're going to create a... Listen, I'm going to create a, a link tree of nothing but sources that talk about how we, uh, uh, how it's optimal to be less uh, promiscuous, how it's optimal to be with one person, how it's optimal to maintain your virginity, how it's optimal to not spin plates. I'm gonna create just a list of sources and, 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 and peer-reviewed articles. You didn't have a lot of sources in your first book, Rolo, if we're gonna be honest. Okay, I was actually rather disappointed, okay? So, I'm, I'm confused. I'm, I'm perplexed by this whole entire thing. Zach, you got anything to say? You know what's bugging me the most? What is bugging you the most? Zach? What's bugging me the most is the only thing he was able to give you props on in the on the day was that you read his book. And he took that away! And he took it away! Why would you take that away from me, Rolo? He took it away, man. And not to mention, I felt disrespected because I've been the one in the studio for the past two weeks watching me read this freaking book. I'm trying to work! And he keeps bringing up read. hypergamy. He keeps bringing up statistics on marriage and divorce. He keeps bringing up uh, <laughs> rational male religion, rational male. He keeps bringing up how there's not a lot of statistics and actual sources in the books. And I'm like, Ruson, we need to make a thumbnail for this mega church pastor video. We got to shoot an intro for this next video. And Ruson, Ruson's studying. So to say that he didn't read the books is like disrespecting my time. I've been sitting here. Oh my gosh, this is great. This is great. No, listen, the, the, like the, the the accusation alone is is the most flattering thing that that I've ever received in one of these situations. I'm gonna be completely honest. It's, it's, it's a very very flattering accusation. Okay, it's very flattering, but that's goofy. Very goofy. It's a very goofy accusation uh, to think that I had a, a, a secret a secret earpiece and I was uh, getting information fed to me. Um, information that before either of us got into the discussion, I sent an entire, I airdropped an entire no note that said red pill sources to um, Nadia. Fasas can verify this. Hey, if you're enjoying this video, smash the like button. Listen, this is not the type of video I do for views on the channel. Me doing red pill, oh, let, let's let's address uh, Fresh and Fit real quick. Let's address Fresh and Fit. This, this by far, this by far. Uh, look at this comment. Look at, look at this comment. <clears throat> now this is from, I don't know if this is from Fresh, Fresh or, or Fit or Myron. I don't know which one. I think this is from, is it Myron or Byron? It's Myron. Myron Gaines. That's his, that's his uh, alias. All these guys have aliases, by the way. Nobody uses their real names. They all got aliases. They all got, you know, uh, fake identities. And this is what Myron said about me. The, the, that dude does nothing, G, but make content on other people. He reacts while we create. Now, here's the thing, bud. Okay. Uh, you literally host a podcast where you bring women on from all over the country and dunk on them. That is why your, your thing is successful. And it's a brilliant concept of a podcast. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a brilliant concept, okay? Um, however, to assume that you are this savant creative, you're, you're this savant creative who uh, 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 paints murals like Michelangelo and I just rip stuff off the internet, it's completely wild because what you do is bring people on the channel who also react to clips on the internet. This, it's, it's called reaction videos. Okay, it's called reaction videos. So uh, to say that that's all I do while you create is absolutely nonsensical. Furthermore, um, 
there's 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 more than enough to say about the 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 accusations that have came out about women that you've tried to bring on the show in exchange for vagina, all these different things. So Myron, this is this is beyond the the, the pot kettle uh, calling the kettle black. Like this is next level of just complete cognitive dissonance to think that all I do is make content on other people, yet all you do is dunk on women making content about other people. That's literally your content strategy. Let me find the most dumb bimbo girls, get them a little tipsy, and then we're going to spend our time dunking on them. But when it comes to having a meaningful conversation, when it comes to being challenged, you have to maintain the frame and avoid any type of uh, conversations where you may not look like the one that has all the, all the empirical data. I got the empirical data. You don't want to have the conversation. I have the empirical data. You're going to dodge the conversation. I have the empirical data. We hopped out of the car. My buddy Tony hit whoever your producer guy is. I don't even know who that is. You guys want to have the conversation? Let's have the conversation. You don't want to have the conversation. Not because I don't have the empirical data, but because you know, you know that you, you, you're not used to having conversations like this. You think all of these Christian dudes are some soft blue pill betas. And when brothers come with actual facts about what the numbers actually say and how you guys historically make videos that are the antithesis of what you're claiming to promote. Rolo's claiming to be a Christian. Myron is claiming to be a Muslim. Make that make sense to me. How are you doing this while creating the type of environment, encouraging people to smash as many women as possible? Do you not understand that that's going to lead to more emotional trauma and more damaged women and more abortions? You want to talk about men's reproductive rights. Do you not understand that that's going to be more babies aborted telling men to have as many partners as possible, to spin plates, to have promiscuous sex? You guys do you do prescriptions. Cut, cut it out. Cut it out. If you want to have a conversation, we can have the conversation. We can have it on my platform. I don't need to go on your podcast. I'll go on your podcast. You come on my podcast. We got a conversation anytime. And we could talk about the actual data, not the cherry pig. Women are hypergamous. All the stuff Rolo wrote about women, oh, 70% of divorce of divorces are filed by, by women. Like, fam, let's, let's really dig beneath those numbers. Let me, let's go back to Rolo, though. We got, we got to go back. To- Feminism has infiltrated uh, your religion and every other religion, for that matter. Do you want to talk about the crisis of masculinity? I, I can ra- rattle off all we of We can the cap- talk about all that, Rolo. You act like we don't talk about all of that on the channel regularly, all the time. If you watched, if you watch, you, I read two of your books. How many videos have you watched? If you watched the freaking videos, you know we talk about all this stuff regularly. In that book or my own chapter, but you only want to stick to those things, okay? Because it's the most obvious degree of cognitive dissonance to pull up and say that you are a follower of Jesus, your words, not mine, yet you're encouraging people to spin plates and to uh, push the women out that don't want to be physical with you to Tuesdays and Thursdays and prioritize the women that are going to give you some vagina to Saturdays. How does this work? How does this work? You raise the daughter. What would the prescription be to the daughter? Not that. Don't be a Tuesday, Thursday, or Saturday. Save yourself. Maintain a low body count. And the reason why is because that's the only reason he came in there in the first place. It's not a debate. I keep telling you. Most people- I was ready to talk about hypergamy. I was ready to talk about uh, women's dual mating strategies. I was ready to talk about uh, intersexual dynamics. I was ready to talk about it all. I got the, I mean, I got the notes. Why I want you to come to California and hang out. People have no earthly idea what a debate is. I even said this after he had left. That's not a debate. The debate is here's the topic. Here's what we're going to talk about. Is this idea? I sent topics. I sent topics. Here's the t- you guys want to see the topics? Let's pull up the sex message. Here's a few topic ideas. Boom. There's a sex message right there. A few topic ideas. Can you guys see that? A few topic ideas. Uh, men's struggles, women's hypergamy, modern dating, religion, church influence, feminism. I sent topics. 
I don't know, maybe, maybe they didn't pass that along to you, but I sent topics, fam. True or false? As I said on the last show, I said, when a believer versus an empiricist have that talk, they're talking past each other. It's and not so, a debate. See, see, this, he goes back to this believer versus empiricist. Brother, you claim to believe in a physical bodily resurrection of Jesus per your own book. You, sir, are an idealist as well. We are both idealists. The only difference is my ideals of how the world should be is congruent with my worldview and believing in the bodily risen man named Jesus. One man, one woman marriage. That is the prescription. Okay, so that is what we talked about. And uh, you, you, you trying to frame it as you're the empirical one. You're not. Neither is fresh and fit. You cherry pick data based on your own presuppositions of how you think women are. And then when you're pressed on, show me how women have dual mating strategies. You can't name any sources because you made up a lot of this nonsense. Because a believer's proposition, the reason why he's in that room and the reason why Ruslan is in that room is not to debate a goddamn thing. It is to establish whether Rolo is a hypocrite or he's not a hypocrite. I mean, you got that part right. I don't know what could be more hypocritical than being the guy who's married for 26 years telling men not to get married. I mean, make, make that make sense. It's not after, oh, we're going to go to marriage conferences. Okay, maybe that worked great for you. No, 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 no. Anyone that spends a little bit of time reading books about marriage, relationships, going to a conference, hearing a speaker, hearing an author, it's going to be good for them, Rolo. Nutrition, I mean, that could work for some people. Don't mean it's going to work for all people. No, generally speaking, if you understand how relationships work, if you understand what men want in a relationship, what women want in a relationship, if you understand these things, you will be in a better position to succeed within a relationship. Again, the cognitive dissonance that, that, that we can't apply this logic to everything else is, is astonishing to me. We should all go to marriage conferences and hope for, hope for the best. You know, wife, uh, was it, uh, uh, Dalrock, you know, man up and marry those sluts. Is that best practices? Now, this is a complete straw man. This is, this is where you get confused about what the difference is between where the state of society is and helping change the state of society for the better. This is where you, you, you veer off course because you understand, you position it as if only women in church who want to get married are sluts. And unfortunately, again, the empirical data doesn't match up for you. 70% of virgins are religious and practice their faith regularly. Okay, you guys glorify the virgin. Andrew Tate just did a whole thing. I, I'd rather get a virgin. I'd rather get a virgin. So you guys, you guys glorify the virgin, yet you want to take their virginity, yet you want to cause them to have more body counts. It's, it's, it's nonsensical. The entire approach is nonsensical, but we don't give prescriptions. We're just saying how it is. We're just saying the way it is. We're just saying the way it is. No, there is some utility for specific types of women that, yes, maybe if a woman has went out there and wild out in her 20s and then wants to get in church into her 30s and have the epiphany phase, again, read your book, maybe those types of women should be vetted more. Maybe those types of women we should look out for. But to assume that every woman in church, and he says this, says this in his book. Again, I read the book. He says in his book, he said, the, uh, a man gets with a girl, he's done everything right in church, and then finds out she has three times the amount of partners he did. Based on what? Based on what data? The average woman has four sexual partners. These are not Christians, Rolo. This is just the, the per CDC. Where are you pulling this stuff from? There's, there's very few sources in the back of the book. There's no sources in the first book. Because we make best practices out of goddamn anything that sound like it's moral and ethical and everything else. And I would also say this is like, you know, if you're going to come to a belief set, I think it, it's better for you to come through it through rationality than it is for like, you know, for you to come through it through like, you know, what uh, emotionalism. That's what most people so another another false binary coming from the guy that says he believes in the bodily resurrection of Jesus.
don't try to dismiss me as the emotional one where you, you claim to believe the same thing I claim to believe. You make that claim per your book. So then either we're both empirical or we're both not. Either we're both emotional, idealist, or we're both not. You, 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 this, see the, and this is what I mean. This is a lot of the framing from these guys. They want to frame everything a specific way. It's all about framing, 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 framing. You're not, you, no, you're not going to pull me with the okie doke. You know, if you're going to come to a belief set, I think it, it's better for you to come through it through rationality than it is for like, you know, for you to come through it through like, you know, what, uh, emotionalism. Sure. That's, what- that's, that's how I came to faith, Rolo. A lot of people come to faith through the side door of apologetics. But most people, when it comes to virtue and it comes to your, like your values and everything else, it's not based on rationality. It's based on your feels and how you're brought up. Okay, well, you want me to give you a prescription? Here you go. Uh, go and get into a metal band, like right around mm, 88, 89. Start playing the L.A. club scene. Uh, fuck random hoes. Uh, get into it with uh, swimsuit models. Have one uh, centerfold in your past. Uh, get about 40-some-odd you know, notch count. And then go through a shitty uh, a, a borderline personality disorder girlfriend. Oh, and then here's what you want to do. Uh, miraculously find some girl who really is you know, right, you know, right with the Lord and, and is, you know, wants you to be the driver, wants you to be the alpha male and everything else. And then just you know, marry that girl because it seems like, you know, like she's, she's a, the best choice for you. And then you'll have a 26 year marriage. You want, there's your, per, there's your prescription you guys ready to follow that. No, because it's a stupid prescription. I understand that your pathway to finding someone was non-conventional. That doesn't mean those of us who decided to go the conventional route are crazy or lunatics. That means that those of us who decided to delay gratification restrain our sexuality and then transition into pursuing someone are the ones that learned from your mistakes and guys that made mistakes like you guys that racked up high body counts smart person learns from their mistake a wise person learns from other people's mistakes we have the data more sexual partners does not make you more happy in a marriage this is empirically proven but we're we're that that part of the data i don't believe that data i don't believe the cdc this is, this is now we're just what are we talking about then? If I present data, you present data, you reject my data, then then what are we talking about? This is Andrew Tate saying I don't care about the data; it's about my truth and my experiences. So just be upfront about it. This is my truth based on what I've experienced and how I view the world and my philosophies. It's not based on any type of evidence outside of your truth. This guy decides to come in here. He's got he's got two guys out in the conference room. One of them's feeding him lines and feeding him information. And towards the end of the, uh, the uh, I'm not going to go into it right now, but like you can look at the, you can watch the video if you want. Towards the end of the, uh, of the show, Ruslan's got to go, but he was very, very specific. He's like, I want to get this out there. I got to tell I got to, this is the point I wanted to talk about. I'm like, all right. And the point he wanted to talk about was this. He's like, he wanted to talk about hormonal birth control. And he wanted to talk about how like hormonal birth control actually makes women uh, less horny or makes them look for like beta males and, and, and birth controls, this and this. And so how does that square against like your um, your estimate of like uh, ovulatory shift, right? Because people want to say, well, ovulatory shift doesn't matter because women are on, on birth control. And again, I hear this coming and I'm, you'll see me in, in, in the at the end of the thing. I'm like, come on. Yes, here we go. Get, yeah, get it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. And he's reading this off of the tablet. He's reading this off of wherever, whatever watch he's got. The notes. I'm reading this off of my notes. You said earlier that sometimes you go on Fresh and Fit with notes as well. We came with notes. I came prepared. Apparently, you didn't come prepared. I'm like, why is this so fucking important to this guy? This has absolutely, it was weird to me because that had absolutely nothing to do with the conversation up to that point. You want to talk about now you want to, like, before you go, it's very important. Before you leave to get on the plane and fly wherever you're going to tell me this. I'm like, why the fuck is he talking about this? And then I realized he's not the one that's coming up with this. It's the guys in the conference room that are tweeting or whatever, however they're communicating with him on Telegram or whatever. Hey, get him on this. Talk to about uh, hormonal birth control and ovulatory shift, which I have addressed 
like God knows how many times. Ever since I, I in fact, if you if you look at the book review I did of uh, Marty Hazelton's uh, book called Hormonal, I talk about that specifically there. I, I fielded this question so many times. That's why I'm like, yeah, spit it out. I know what you're going to talk about. But then I, afterwards, I'm like, that's odd. Why is he asking me about that? And then I realized because Miguel was telling me that he was talking to the other guy. And there's two guys. One guy's at the laptop and the other guy's talking to Miguel. And they're trying. First of all, Rolo, who uses Telegram, brother? You think I'm Zuby. Okay, Zuby is the only human I know that uses Telegram. Okay, he's thinking I'm getting, I have a special earpiece fed to me that I'm getting all the information from. This is hilarious. I have this conversation and the TV and the conference room is going on. And so Miguel goes, up, I'm sorry, Miguel. Miguel goes up and he turns down the volume on the TV in the conference room so that he can carry on this conversation with the other guy who's there. And the guy who's at the- Because um, they were talking about crypto. Didn't nobody want to hear about crypto. At the laptop, he gets really kind of like uh, upset and stressed out because he can't hear what's going on on the TV. He goes up and he, he, he like puts the volume back up and Miguel's like, oh, that's kind of odd. And he's like frantically typing while he's watching the TV. And I'm like, okay, now I, like, I didn't know this at the time, but I was on a trip back. Miguel was telling me that this is what was going on. And I go, ah. And then I looked in the chat and somebody said, oh, look, he's got like two Apple watches on. I'm like, who the fuck needs two Apple watches? Well, communication. Who knows? <laughs> Yo! Communication. <laughs> Apple Watch, this was on silence as it is most of the day. This is a whoop. Once again, let's go back to Roll. Oh, who's, who's, it could be, uh, there could be lots of other guys that are, you know, feeding him information. Get, get roll on this. Get roll on that. That's why I don't do fucking debates. This right here is why I don't do debates. And it's still, you know, like 88%, was it 88%, 86% of guys said, oh, you're rolling on the debate. I didn't, I didn't win anything. He didn't win anything because it wasn't you a definitely debate. definitely didn't win anything. Place. Neither did I. Really. It was just like, well, okay, if, if the debate was, oh, Roll's a bad guy or a good guy, well, then I guess I won. But that wasn't a debate. And so afterwards, I'm looking at this. Now, here's what I, here's how I know all this shit. Because we have this, like, really great, you know, people are saying, oh, that was very respectful. And I know there's a lot of guys that are like, oh, he was doing really good. And, and um, you know, he made some points, blah, blah, blah. At least it was better than Jebediah. And I'm like, no, he becomes this completely different person because 10 minutes after he leaves the studio, that's when he starts posting this shit in the, uh, in the chat, in the live chat, that's still going on because me and uh, and um, <laughs> and Adam are still going out. We're still talking. We're answering super chats because we didn't want to get through all the super chats before we end. Here's number one, by the way. And if you can't see what that says, you can see it's right about the same. So now he's mad. Oh gosh. So now he's mad that I that I was in the chat after the debate. What did you want me to do? We had this exchange. I wanted to make sure you weren't going to say anything reckless after the fact, like you did a whole stream talking. Not a whole. Not about me, but you did a stream talking about. So then I got I got in the chat. I I. I you know, I'm in the chat. I'm like, yo, like, whatever, whatever. I, let's let's see what I said. I don't think I said anything. I didn't say anything crazy, by the way. And by the way, Rolo is the king of pulling up in chats and talking greasy on social media. The reason why I came prepared for this thing, go look at my red pill video on my Instagram, is because he told me, bro, you better come prepared because I'm not I'm I'm not holding any punches. I'm taking the gloves off, so I came prepared. He told me to come prepared. I came prepared. So we're we're interactive. We're in the chat. We're ha I'm having fun. Let's see what let's see what he's so offended about by what I said in the chat. Center there says Ruslan. He's like, uh, fun uh, fun for what was it? Say, oh, fun time uh, for the person who asked. Uh, yes, my wife took my last name, and then somebody said, "Did my wife take my?" Name? It's like I all the all kinds of goofy questions in in the in the stream. Did your wife take your last name? How many partners have you had? All this stuff. He's got another one here. I'm gonna actually. I need to look at these in a bit, little bit bigger format here. Sorry, guys. I I was gonna just put them on as screen caps here. Uh, oh, here it is. Okay, and so the bottom one there says, uh, "Win a valuetainment money." That's that was number one. So literally, he's in the. Um, He's in the uh, he's in the car on his way to Fort Lauderdale Airport and he can't wait to get his ass back into the chat. So here's the. Why is that crazy? 
If we just, I want to see how the rest of the stream goes. We create something together. We have a conversation together. Why would I not want to hop in a chat and say, valuetainment for the dub. You know, yes, my wife took my last name. I'm answering questions. I'm interacting with the chat because I didn't get to interact with the chat in the middle of the stream. This is, this is somehow a part of Rolo's, you know, me being this malicious villain who wanted to get over on him with my two Apple watches. And like, then, here's the next one, right? And this one. He says, uh, let's see, uh, I'll go on FNF anytime, fresh and fit. I'll go on fresh and fit anytime. And he's anytime. Just, like, talking all this other stuff. Anytime. And it says, highly unlikely Myron will be uh, half as well read as Rolo. Um, you'd be wrong about that, my friend, because uh, he is, he's just, a, because he's, he's actually read my books. Thank you. Uh, then the next one. Oh, let's keep going here. Um, this was the next uh, comment. Uh, I have stats. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, you had lots of stats because they were all coming to you on that tablet and your and your watches while you're in there because you couldn't keep up with the fuck the fuck I was doing. Next uh, down there says I shared a dozen stats. Myron don't want the smoke. Okay, what he's trying to do is he's trying to clap Jack Myron at this point. So he turns goes from being this. So this is so this is this is what happens whenever whenever someone can't address the arguments because the arguments are what the arguments are. Whenever someone can't address the arguments, they just start attacking you. This is called an ad, ad hominem attack. You can't, you, can't rebute and you can't refute any of my points because they're, first of all, they're backed up by data. Second of all, because they're common sense. Decrease your notch count before you go into marriage and you'll be more likely to be satisfied and less likely to be di divorced in marriage on top of a bunch of other variables that I presented. So then it just goes in. So you're clout jacking, you're uh, a beta, blue pill. Somebody called me, a, um, I've never heard this before, a, a Christian blue pill alpha. The degree of mental gymnastics to give me at least the alpha part, it was, it was incredible. I'm this guy who's trying to have this sort of like, you know, up, upscale conversation with me to turning into like a 12-year-old in the uh, in the chat on his way. I couldn't wait for it, you know. Again, the, this part is Ruslan acting like a child. So you can't, you can't address my actual arguments. So then it turns into Ruslan's clout jacking, fresh and fit. Ruslan is a 12-year-old child. He's acting like a 12-year-old child because you can't actually engage in what we're talking about because I want to continue the conversation. I want to hear about how you came to faith in Jesus, which you claim you believe in Jesus. I, I, I want to know more about you. Come to California. Let's hang out. He goes into this. Ruslan's acting like a child.